0: This episode of Irrational Fear is brought to you by Bear Space. Get a custom-built bear to terrorize your friends and family, or maybe just to sleep in your bed and eat your porridge while you're away. They come in many types, including Kodiak bear, grizzly bear, and for a limited time, polar bear. That's Bear Space. You'll barely notice it's there. Hello, welcome to the uh, Irrational Fear Light podcast. Do you know, do you guys realise it's probably been about a year since we've actually published a podcast?
2: Well, we ran out of news. <laughs> right. Johnny, uh, I haven't realized because I, like everyone else, don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, the people have been asking for it. Could you believe? People on Twitter Bloody have been begging. tweeting me for a podcast, so this is a half assed attempt at getting one out. Uh, the last one, the last two we recorded was uh, was number 19 and number 18. 19 was at the Parramatta Riverside Theatre, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't record it properly, <laughs> <Media> <laughs> so we, professional. we didn't publish it, and number 18 was. Was at Splendor in the Grass, um, but the the guest was former NSA hack. What was his name? Um, uh, he was like the precursor. He's, to Snowden. he's been wiped out. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they've yeah. uh, killed him. Yeah. He, he, oh, his name has been redacted. Yeah, yeah. redacted for this podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, his name is. And anyway, uh, due to tragic circumstances, we I basically thought. It wasn't good enough to put out. Uh, so <laughs> I thought I did great. You, you were really good. You got the crowd riled up. Oh no, that was right. James Collie was defamatory. Defam- no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't right. But no, he, it's the, not defamatory if you're correct.
2: The guest was just a bit terrible.
0: Look, Do you remember he, that show?
2: Yeah, he, he'd he been on the run for a long time. Yeah, to be fair, he was <laughs> yeah.
1: a very good spy. <laughs> <laughs> so spies are so boring. He's like,
2: what was his name? Who was he? Uh, no, I think he
1: stole my wallet. Come on, I- Ira Glass is a great podcaster, but you send him over to Russia and he's coming back with no intel. He will show you how quaint the average life of the middle class Russian is, but that's about it. He'll get a story, though. That middle class <laughs> yeah. Russian will talk for an hour and then they'll cry. Get a oh, really
0: we, great name. I'm trying to remember his fucking name.
1: We spent... And an hour in a Bosch factory, and uh, <laughs> here is what everyone there felt. The fear mongers today. Are
0: James Colley, of welcome to Irrational Fear. Uh, uh-huh. I want you to let me know, what is the media making you
1: scared of this week? Uh, the media this week is making me scared of the NFL. Mm.
0: <laughs> are, are, you just, uh, are you just paranoid that um, you're going to wake up with a linebacker in your bedroom?
1: I always am. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm paranoid from Paramount Reels. Uh, fullback now turned into NRL whatever man Jared Hayne and the salivating co- uh, coverage that he is getting and how it is going to suddenly turn on him when the media realises that the 49ers are a decaying carcass. People don't realise this. I've spent last six months in San
0: Francisco People and don't no realize one that. gives a shit <laughs> about uh, the
2: 49ers in San Francisco. No one cares He's because it's such fourth- a
0: terrible football team. He's
2: like a fourth-string yeah. running back for a like 20th-string team.
1: Yeah, yeah. They used to, two years ago, they were good, and then every element of them died, and everyone important went to go somewhere else. So all they have left is a shadow of a quarterback, and now Jared Hayne doing the Hayne playing in the backfield. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite bit of this story, though, has been... It just came out today,
2: actually that the Parramatta Eels have just launched a line of hain <laughs> merchandise, <themes. Yeah. laughs>
1: merchandise like, to try to cash in. It's so beautifully parasitic. There was there was an excellent article on SB Nation uh, which was reporting about this just to other NRL players being like, look guys, I know you've watched this and you think, let's give it a go. Don't. It yeah. is not worth your time. <laughs> you will die here. <laughs> there was a wonderful uh, picture on Reddit, on the front page of Reddit, and this was just
0: to... We're Reddit worldwide, so it had nothing to do with Hain. Yeah. Other people are interested in the NFL as well. Yes. This is great. So it's an awesome statistic breakdown of, uh, of the basically the NFL industrial sporting complex. Yeah. It starts at high school and the numbers are around a million players uh, and then uh, how many make it through to the NCAA? Which is college football. Which is college football. So a million gets whittled down to (laughs) 70,000... college footballers, and then to get to the next level, it's 20,000 of college footballers. And that's where Friday Night Lights
1: finishes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And of those 20,000 that get invited to uh, try out for the NFL, those 20,000 get whittled down to 350, then from that 350, uh, it gets
1: 256, make it. Into the into the football. And of those 256, about nine are worthwhile. <laughs> <laughs> but how many played rugby league? That's it. The, and So this is the thing. It is an amazing transition for Hayne to do this. It is really impressive. He has become a role player in an NFL team. That's a huge achievement. It is not a miracle, and it is not something that is indicative of Australians slowly taking over the United States. Also, it's not something that deserves, let's say, wall-to-wall coverage for four weeks every time he spits really well on the sideline and impresses the coaches. I'm an AFL fan. We've been setting plays over the NFL yeah, for years. That's exactly. right, yeah, this yeah. Is, he is the first Australian who can't kick to make
0: <laughs> I tweeted that when Ronnie Chang got the job at The Daily Show, I tweeted, oh, Ronnie Chang's the Jared Hain of, of comedy, but he's not, because at that point, Jared Hayne didn't actually have... Have a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and Ronnie, Ronnie Chang is discreet and excellent. So. <laughs> mm. And Ronnie Chang isn't about to be cut off the line and sent over to the New York Jets. <laughs> <laughs> is that what's going to happen to Jared Haynes? <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing is, the 49ers are a decaying carcass. <laughs> and he'll be fine. He will succeed. He will be the tiny piece of corn in a big pile of crap that is the 49ers this year. People don't understand how confected media outrage works, and
0: not outrage, but. How confected media stories work to yeah. sell players. The reason why we're hearing so much about Jaren Hayden is that because there is an invested interest in his management to make sure he gets that job, and so by selling him constantly, that will that will uh,
1: build buzz for him to get where he's needed to go over the last year. There were there were genuine complaints from uh, American. NFL reporters ones I follow just because I'm a fan of the NFL complaining about every time Hayne did say like a four yard run which is perfectly fine and um, worthwhile but it's kind of an average play for running back here yeah, a four yard run and every Australian in the media box just went off <laughs> <laughs> yeah they have like big no cheering signs in the box yeah. like really uncool in the American
2: sports commentary boxes hey just chill out guys it's not that important <laughs> not that great not that great I but won't
0: eat your damn Vegemite <laughs> You're, you're, saying you're a big fan, James Colley. Yes. Is there a chance
1: we might see you switching codes to NFL sometime soon? I, I think I will do well in there because I'm a loudmouth and I'm not particularly great at anything except for one specific skill, okay. which is what you want in an NFL player. Um, I, What's I, your skill? My skill is being a dick. All right, <laughs> you, you've got it. you've
0: got you've got all the etiquette of an NFL player. Yeah, yeah. Lewis Louis what is uh, making what is the media making you scared of this week?
2: Ah, I've all of a sudden got terrified of compassion. <laughs> which, which just appears to have popped up in Australia over the last 24 hours. It's very disconcerting. The C word. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, when
2: did this happen? I isn't,
1: thought we'd all agreed not to do that no more. Isn't it amazing when um a minister has a warning that there might be an overdose of compassion? That at some point you had to think about this and be like, there might be too much good feeling. We could we could all be kumbaya a little loud and we'll wake everyone up. Yeah,
2: luckily they countered that by going, look, we're going to accept your refugees, Syria. We're also going to bomb you.
1: So we're making sure there's no overdose. No, that's, that's good economic balance. You don't want to take... See, it's all about supply and demand. You can't just... Take refugees and not make more demand for refugees. It's jobs growth, yeah. The refugee sector. We're, we're treating this like a startup. I think there could be an app in this. Uh, oh well, our uh, incursions in Syria so far have been very disruptive. So it really fits the industry. ISIS is
0: pivoting already away from our bombs. Uh, I think this is so interesting. Um, for so long, you know, you knew who you were as an Australian. You hated mm. refugees. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, throw uh, them overboard. <laughs> That's right. From 2007 onwards, there was mm. just no need to, uh, to feel, uh, feel comfortable uh, about anybody else other than Australians. But mm. now it's so strange. And that tipping point is, of course, that um, stunning picture of that baby who passed away and died. Uh, I think he was on a Turkish beach. Mm. Do you want to check his religion? By the way, I, uh, you, I just, we, we,
1: just make sure it's the correct religion. The for cards. yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta make sure they're coming in.
0: I did. Um, I did read an article on Bolt supporters. I, I follow the Bolt supporters' home uh, Facebook page. I write it. Do you? Really? <laughs> <laughs> it's. Can I say you're very funny? Um, there was this great uh, article where someone said, "Oh, the father of that kid wanted to get to Germany so he could get his teeth fixed. That's why he wanted to go to Germany." I'm like. I had bad oh. teeth, and well, I that were blown out of my mouth from Assad. Maybe I'd want to get my a, teeth fixed too. Such you know. a specific lie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it
2: is. It's amazing. But
0: yeah. I, I think it's so funny. I think I understand how that tipping point happened because you know this uh, child died on a Turkish beach, and Australians have a soft affinity for people who have died on Turkish beaches. Right. Yeah. And it was so just like that uh, was that was the moment where uh, Aussies went ah. Oh, Turkish base. We, we, we
2: know where you're coming from We've been there Yeah It was totally It was a real shock Because that whole thing That's been popping up now Is like Well it's just like it was You know At the end of World War Two, And we had This huge thing And you're like That's what it was like In Sri Lanka That mm. it was what it was like In so many other wars It's so weird that I mean it's great <laughs> Take me wrong say, <laughs> But it's so weird That all of a sudden That it's just like World War Two All over again
1: Narrative Managed to catch on For this time yeah, it's very strange, particularly because last week, I believe I will have to check a week for that, uh we sent someone back to Syria from oh. Men. And mm. then to have that situation then be like Nah, just kidding, come on. <laughs> come on, man. It's like it's uh, like we pretend to-, to leave like I'm leaving you in the mall if you don't yeah. behave in seconds. Three- no, I'm not going to leave you in the mall, I'm not a monster Can you imagine all those guys who are
0: on Manus or Nauru uh, All those families from Syria Just thinking, if we just lasted another six months We could have been one of those 12,000 Yeah
2: This is probably what's turned Qantas around Just the constant <laughs> back and forthing of Australian refugees we are like, come on, back you go Ah, kidding, third time's the charm Yeah,
0: It's so, it's so Do you still call Australia home? <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, we're taking um, 12,000 extra refugees. Yep. Do you, do you, what do you guys feel about that? I feel like that's a very small number. I've been to Parramatta Stadium and I've seen what it can hold on a weekend well, Yeah, garbage can... NRL <laughs> am I right <laughs> It can hold 30
2: but only five
1: show up. <laughs> um, so I, I think like 1200 is uh, 12, particularly 000. twelve thousand is a good number particularly for a start it is a it is an impressive number. There will be 1200 uh, 12 thousand new Australians. In a few weeks. That's an amazing thing. But of course, part of this is, as we have with all citizenship thing, we need to teach them the customs of Australia, so we need to teach the first person to become suspicious of the second person <laughs> <laughs> we need to teach the third person to film it on a camera phone, <laughs> the fourth person to say that was confected well, we, you've did, seen we need it. to teach them
0: to, to ride public transport and yell at people with different skin colour. Yeah, exactly, and
1: <laughs> make sure that by the time we get, say, the first thousand in they're saying we shouldn't let the other 11,000 in. That is the
2: t- different way but there, there's been that really interesting thing about the, uh, the form that they've had to sign yeah, as have, well. Yeah, have you seen this? I just saw it just like literally half an hour ago.
0: Right. So there's, there's this a unique statement. It's called an Australian value statement. I've got it right here. Uh, let me read it out to you. And if you if you want to chime in, chime mm. in.
1: It goes like this: <laughs> working
0: hard to make a living, <laughs> in shelter from. This is the uh, this is the uh, value statement. I understand Australian society values respect for freedom and dignity of the individual, freedom of religion, commitment to rule of law parliamentary democracy, equality of men and women, and a spirit of egalitarianism egalitarianism that embraces mutual respect, tolerance, fair play, and compassion for those in need
1: and pursuit of the public good. And a bloody cold one on a Friday, am I right, fella?
0: (laughs) Australian society values equality of opportunity for individuals regardless of their race, religion, or ethnic background.
2: Do you have to sign that as a specified Christian Syrian on the (laughs) way?
0: (laughs) The English language as the national language is an important unifying element of Australian society. Whoa.
2: Oh, I didn't know they'd snuck that
0: in. Yeah, I bet I, I think that's a bonza beauty bottler of a sentence. <laughs> there. that would really, <laughs> they, that really they, confound
1: a lot of people. Particularly can't... if they're not gonna translate that form, that's gonna be you need to sign this saying what does it say? Well it says this is the, the main language here. Okay, well, I'll trust that that's true. <laughs> they should really tell those people up at the Tiwi Islands who don't speak English
2: exactly uh, You know
0: what, how they're bringing down our country. Or just people in the French Quarter. Or like...
2: <laughs> they've really backed off on that, because there definitely was a time when it was like, you come here, you've got to speak the language. Uh, but clearly now they've gone, you come here, you. we'd like you to speak the language. You, a, this... you come here, do you watch MasterChef? <laughs> 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 Neither do we. <laughs>
0: This is um, some other things from the booklet. There's a 40-page booklet that they're encouraging all the new asylum seekers to read, and here's some interesting things from it.
1: Just to pause there... 40 was page the last time? 40 page when was the last time you read you, 40 pages yeah, when was the last time you think the average Australian citizen just went through a 40 page government booklet on anything surely give them like a guide to body line and go <laughs> <laughs> just the box set just yeah watch
2: yeah. this just remember the words Don Bradman you'll be fine here's
1: the dish quote it whenever you're caught in a conversation the
2: dish I can't believe you went of all working dog classic Australian films you, you went for the dish. fucking dish I you're confused him you, with you the are the a castle. Syrian refugee <laughs> <laughs> out come. I didn't trust that beard. One <laughs> yeah. second, I think I'll you need to
0: sit down satellite. and watch Blue Murder and find out where you stand. <laughs> uh, here are some things: the guide says it is forbidden to kill animals on someone else's property, and that pe- oh,
1: I need to turn myself in. <laughs> yeah.
0: and that people who do not know each other generally do not kiss or
2: hug when meeting. Oh, that's I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I feel like I've been doing quite a bit of kissing and hugging on yeah, meetings. people generally aren't as hot as me either, so. <laughs> So don't touch. Don't like. Well, no matter what you do, is don't touch another human when you get in. Don't
0: touch another human and get a watch because the booklet goes on to say being on time for meetings and other visits is important. Most Australians blow their noses into a handkerchief or tissue, not onto the footpath. This is also true for spitting. Clearly, the person who wrote that hasn't been to
2: an AFL uh, <laughs> grand final. Well, uh, I gotta say, I wouldn't actually mind if that part of the contract kind of got sent around to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would
1: like people that I know on my street to sign it. Oh, up. the number of bloody people there are wiping their nose on the pavement in my road <laughs> as well.
2: <laughs>
0: what do you think is missing from this booklet?
2: Well, there is a huge thing on mateship in there too—the um, concept of mateship—and mm. I like. I just, it blows my mind that Australians still think other countries don't have friends. <laughs> <laughs> How is it that we're still look guys, I know I don't know what it's like where you come from, but over here, when we see a friend, we like to treat them like friends. So, <laughs> just stop whatever you're do. You're done. You're done. No. Don't try to kiss me. Don't kill my animal. Stop <laughs> spitting on that goddamn street. Shake my, my goddamn hand.
1: <laughs> I think it's important for anyone coming in to know Shane Watson was a waste at number three. <laughs> Ridiculously stayed in the team that long. That's true, actually. He's uh, He could find himself in Nauru pretty quickly, I reckon, I if think, he hadn't have retired. I think the greatest part of the border security we could have is putting his front pad in front of any boat trying to get <laughs> him to <the> <laughs> The thing that's making me scared this week is the mineral council, and they put
0: out this atrocious campaign. In fact, it was almost humorous to the point uh, it didn't need me to make a parody of it, but I went and made a parody anyway. Uh, that is classic illy- <laughs> I mean,
2: does it Need a parody? No, uh, too late.
0: I, I've got one in my bag. You can't stop me. Um, and I don't know. If you, I don't know if you saw it. It was. Uh, uh, it was insane. It was a, basically an ad that had this beautiful. Shot, soft focus, sparkly sort of moonscape. Talking about um, coal in such amazing way. It's such amazing. kind oh, of Oh yeah! Thing if, like.
1: you've, if you've never wanted to fuck a rock before, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was really extraordinary. But they didn't. It was kind of like this moonscape look, and I don't think they kind of put two and two together that. They were kind of making it look like this landscape that was barren (laughs) after some environmental disaster. It looked like a nuclear bomb had kind of been set off on a a bit of land, and this charred remained was was just behind it. It was just just stunning. The idea that they they could turn coal into something amazing
1: by comparing it to Hiroshima (laughs) is 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 baffling. It's truly bizarre to me because coal is like um, when you think. Think of the carbon that makes up coal. Coal itself is the least interesting form that takes. It starts off at dinosaurs, it ends up as light bulbs. Coal <laughs> is the one time where it's just not fun to look at. It's the middleman. Yeah. Ah, like, oh. <laughs> what? It's yeah. the it's the shipping facility. <laughs> your lights are powered by dinosaur bones. That will be your. Do you see Jurassic Park? We're getting them back. <laughs>
2: This can provide endless kinds of environmental destruction. It'll create carbon emissions, respiratory disease, and more waterfront land than ever before, delivering more than 50 million people the motivation to move from their countries to ours. It creates jobs for thousands of machines built by people all over the world. Due to falling demand, it's the cheapest it's been in over a decade. But consequences of using it will still look expensive. Because if we use it as fast as we can, our world will look just like this little black rock. Whatever is good for humanity, this shit is the opposite. This canning is going to be pretty fun over the next few weeks to see how that comes down.
1: I like the suggestion that Labour is trying to lose it. I think that's very funny, the idea that they're like, Alright, look we got really close to winning this and that started our leadership rumbles in the coalition and that's kind of taking away our golden goose mm. Like, because the one thing Labor has right now is the coalition. There, there's not a lot within that you're like, like, I don't think there are, if if even the the most hacktiful young Labor student looks inside their hearts, no part of it is saying, fuck yeah, Bill Shorten. So like, <laughs> it, it must be like, if if someone just came in on the other side, they'd be like, well, that's that ruins all the campaign material we had. Mm. What is the benefit of Labor
2: losing Canning? The theory goes basically that if the Labor wins Canning, that it'll have been such a swing to Labor in, in like a sort of 11.5% swing, mm. that it basically is a precursor to the election saying Abbott's gone, like the Liberals, the coalition will lose the next uh, federal election. So the theory is if they let him win, if they let... Um, Canning go to the Liberals then Abbott will go to the federal election as leader with Unchanged which will give Shorten a better run against um,
1: Abbott and does that show a great mm. belief in Shorten? Oh, my God. That you have to, like... It's the, Far it's, out. It's one of the things, like, oh, he's a sprinter where he's like, oh, if, if anyone notices my opponent has a broken leg, I am <laughs> done for because <laughs> I cannot run.
0: Is, is Shorten just, like, permanently in an ice bath, just waiting for his moment? Like, they, <laughs> just like, I love the idea that Bill is just sitting in the back of Parliament, just, like, waiting until it's time for him to go on the attack.
2: Yeah, what was that amazing... Oh, it was with Border Force the other week. When when the border force was forced, was first brought to him, and they were like, "What do you think of border
1: force?" He's like, "Oh well, force sounds to like okay to me." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then six, Turns out it's abhorrent. Six oh,
2: hours yeah. later, and was like, "Hang on a second, like." Twitter was just going, this isn't cool. And all of a sudden, Sean's like,
0: oh, I've never seen anything so outrageous. This kind of smacks of not being able to lead from principle. Like, Mm. not not having any principles in the first place to absolutely be able to make a call and know exactly what you feel at any point in time. And surely having the civil rights of your populace stripped (laughs) by by people in the street uh, is something you should have a principled thought on.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but he has wedged himself so tightly on that that he really... He's in just a moral, bankrupt, grey area of human rights.
1: I Like, it's it's basically what you're saying. He's being kept in an ice bath between elections. It's him (laughs) and Anthony Green are in a cryogenic freeze (laughs) so that neither of them become tarnished between election analysis. Yeah,
2: it's going to be a heck of a few
0: years for Australia, isn't it? (laughs) All right, we should wrap this up. Next week, we should be scared of a few things.
1: James Colley, what are we going to be scared about next week? I think we're going to be scared of the bold new logo for New South Wales, which... (laughs) is shaped like an ISV and has the slogan making it happen. If it happens, it happens in New South Wales. And if it happens anywhere else, people are saying, I wish that happened in New South Wales or thanks New South Wales for making that happen. Let's just throw up some things. Um,
0: uh, banning uh, uh, banning documentaries from schools. Yes. Making it happen. happen. Making it happen. Um, um, uh, it's
2: digging up. Minerals where minerals shouldn't be digged up.
1: Making it happen.
2: happen. Um, um, it's so amazing this because, remember, this was only like a month ago where Victoria got their new logo. Yeah. And, and Mike Baird was such a little, like, prissy prick about it, Like, oh, sorry, excludes
0: our pr- our harbour. Yeah, like, so um, Victoria got the new logo and um, the slogan for their logo was best of everything and then he tweeted, um, Off- Offer excludes harbour, infrastructure and
2: sunshine. Uh, and because time, he had this golden child in his <laughs> back pocket
1: <laughs> He was really like Bluffing on like a pear Wasn't he with yeah. that bullshit logo I, I've, I've helped them out I've come up with a slogan for every state So we don't have to go through this again sure. mm-hmm. uh, Northern Territory Come for the Crocs Stay because you were killed by the Crocs <laughs> Victoria Proud of our stereotypes <laughs> South Australia More than just murders Tasmania New Zealand. (laughs) Western Australia, if you're coming here, you better bloody bring some GST revenue. (laughs) Queensland, still essentially a prison colony. (laughs) And the ACT... The Tasmania That Matters. Oh, <laughs> that's adorable.
0: That's some real thought put into that.
1: <laughs> James Colley is available. He's a freelance writer. <laughs> SBS is coming. Don't SBS say he's com- available. Make <laughs> him sound
2: hard to get. <laughs>
1: um, I would also say, like, New South Wales. So, New South Wales is a state business. That was fine. I think we should say, even as a proud New South Welshman, we should have a realistic logo, New South Wales, the fosters of states. It's the one we sell to tourists. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I do you know what? Um, making it happen feels okay. Like I, I, I'm going to come out and say I'm a closet lover of Mike Baird's government. I feel like they're oh. doing. I feel like they're doing what state governments should do. As in, tweeter. <laughs> he's got great social media, but I honestly feel like the Mike Baird's government just seems to get things done without any controversy. Like mm. seems to kind of go oh. Oh, yeah, you want a tunnel? Bang, we're making you a tunnel.
1: We yeah. got it, you know. That's often worried. That's got a New South Wales in trouble before. <laughs> yeah. I think I think Baird's doing fine, but I think that is something that New South Wales in particular needs to be but very careful about. We're going to put
2: another 10 levels on Barangaroo. <laughs> I thought
1: that was against the rules.
2: <laughs> we're making it happen <laughs> with a little bit of bribery.
1: Do you want infrastructure in Newcastle? Well, yes, you do. Well, <laughs> see what you get for me. Closing down the Civic Centre, making it happen. <laughs> Um,
0: this has been Irrational Fear. Uh, this is what we're going to call Irrational Fear light. Uh, we're just going to get together every so often and just make jokes about the news. Uh, if you like it, uh, what do they
1: say on podcasts? Bloody like and subscribe us. Tell a friend.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Go on iTunes. Leave us a review. Leave us a review. <laughs>
1: <laughs> donate.
0: Oh, we do have a donate yeah. function. Yeah, donate. James, what's your bank account number? <laughs> oh, 69, 69, <laughs> 420. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, if you do enjoy it, um, please uh, share it with your friends. <laughs>